apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live, human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Jones there on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. Porter Moser, I think right now is the best coach in college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Welcome to Sports Talk with RJ. I'm Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Onofrio, and we had our third installment of the college football playoff rankings of last week. And I, I think, uh, I, I think I, my opinion on those is, I mean, I have, I have some, a little bit of complaints, not as much complaints. And the biggest reason why I don't have as much complaints with the CFP rankings is the, is the should have been number one from the beginning. I don't know what the committee was looking at, why they needed them to, I just needed them to see them be old miss 52 to 17 to make them number one. I, I clearly don't get that. If you watch the two teams play, Georgia is clearly a better team than Ohio State. So I think the committee got it right there. Uh, and uh, you, look, you look at some of the other rankings with uh, – we'll get, we'll get to the four and the five. That's the, probably my biggest issue. But, uh, mm-hmm. Look at Oregon 6, Texas Texas 7, damn it, 8. I get, I get that. I get that. I get that. Uh, and they're going off the same thing they did with, with Georgia being number one, I test. Even Missouri being nine, even though I don't totally agree with it because they have no chance to win their conference, and Oregon State and Louisville do. Look at the eye test. Oregon, Missouri has probably played better than those two teams, so I get that. The one thing I, I, don't, I don't get, and the one complaint I have is Washington should be ahead of Florida State. Washington, If you're looking at eye test, Washington is beating better teams, and they have looked better recently than Florida State. I, I, that's the one thing I don't understand is why Washington is not, not in the college football playoff. 
They're undefeated in the toughest conference in the sport and in, in the sport and in the toughest conference in the country. And they're not, and then they're not the number one team. I, 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 I know they're not, they're not in the playoff. They're not number four. I, I, I clearly don't understand that. They should be out of Ohio state and Florida state. Look at the team. Or honestly, I think they're actually better than Ohio state and Michigan, in my opinion, too. I mean, maybe not Michigan because their defense isn't as good, but, but if you look at the teams, they 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 beat uh they beat Arizona, they beat Oregon, they beat USC. I know USC is not a top twenty-five team anymore, but they beat Caleb Williams in USC, and and they uh and they beat Utah. And don't tell me about their defense. They shut Utah out last week. So stop talking about their defense. You know, so I, I think Washington is being disrespected at number five. I like everything else the committee did, but I think Washington is completely being disrespected at number five. Yeah, the Washington one. Uh, Pac-12, they're not getting a team in. I hate to say it. it are they're they, not going to. Why, why aren't they? I'm they're the best conference in the sport. Why aren't they going to get a team in? I know. What, 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 what's the reason for that? Because I, I think, um, watch. I think you know, Florida State's going to stay in, even though I'll, I'll go back to them in a second. Because I think, like, I, I think, um, like, because yeah, I think Washington's going to probably lose either this week or to Oregon in two weeks. And I, and I don't see a Pac-12 team getting it, especially if Alabama beats Georgia. You're gonna see Alabama and Georgia both in. You're gonna get probably Michigan if they beat Ohio State. And then if Alabama and then Florida State, they'll probably put Florida State in at undefeated. If they say it remained undefeated, or if not, it'll be Texas, I think, because so that they don't get killed. For putting Alabama over Texas, even though Texas has the had the head over Alabama, so well, I. Yeah, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Oh, so I was gonna go back to the Washington Florida State thing too, because Washington, if you look at all like, you know, their eye like the strength of record, like all of those like analytical data numbers, Washington's the better team, like out of Florida State and everything, and Washington's got the best win of the year against Oregon. Florida State beat a beat again LSU right to them. Yeah, and LSU is good, but they're not—they're not as good as Oregon. No, they're USC. I know. They that's pretty much what LSU is. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much. so that—that's what I, I'm afraid that the Pac-12 is going to get left out of this thing if Washington can't run this thing undefeated, which would be a shame because I would love to see Oregon take on Georgia or Michigan because I think up front, I don't know if they'd win. I think they'd hold their own. So, just get ready. For Alabama, Georgia, Alabama somehow knocks off Georgia. We're going to see two SECs and probably Florida State or Texas. Maybe it even no, – because I can't imagine Ohio State and Michigan both get in, if, you know, whoever loses a couple weeks. But, yeah, that's my big one, the 4-5. I just – that's my thinking is well, Pac-12 is in trouble. I, and I hate to say it, and it, they shouldn't be because it is the best conference in the country. Now, saying this is the case that uh, Alabama say, – say Texas loses and isn't in the conversation. So, say Alabama beats Georgia. And then uh, – and then the, the, so, so, so both of them will get in. And then the, the uh, Michigan-Ohio State, the, uh, th- that, obviously the winner of that game will get in. And then Florida State runs the table. They get in. So, for that last spot, so you think they're going to take uh, the team that lost that game over the – let's say Washington loses a game somewhere down the line. They're going to take the, a one-loss Pac-12. They're going to take a one-loss the one-loss Michigan or Ohio State over a one-loss Pac-12 champion. That's a disgrace if they do that. That's disgraceful if they do that. They take over if they take a one-loss Michigan, a Michigan or Ohio. They take Michigan or Ohio State loses a game, one game over the Pac if over a Pac-12 champion loses one game. 
see, see if it's if it's Oregon or Washington, that'd be a disgrace in my opinion. It would. Now they say they do value conference championships, but that's oh, they do. This does definitely. This definitely. They, they definitely do. do. They usually do. I'll they, give you that. Yeah. So maybe if you know that one loss, kind of whoever loses Ohio State, Michigan can get in. So you're saying Georgia lose Alabama? I'd say, uh, say Georgia lose to Alabama. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So it'd be Georgia. Bama's probably going to get in. Ohio yeah. State's going to get in. I think if Florida State runs the table, they're going to get in. They're going to get in. Yeah, like I think Alabama, like I think Alabama wins the SEC championship. They're in. Yep. I don't see them. I don't see them leaving them out. And honestly, and then they should. And honestly, if it becomes, if it gets, if it gets between them and Texas, and say Texas wins the Big Twelve, Bama wins the SEC. I'm pro- even though Texas beat Bama, I'm taking Bama. Right now, yes, because Jonathan Brooks just tore his ACL. So I, I yeah. think te- I don't know if Texas is going to have to hold on here for. Uh, yeah, dear life, which they've been doing the last few weeks. So that will probably be their excuse as well. You yeah. know, you look at it, Jonathan Brooks is out. And Alabama, and like, I agree. The problem, well, now it's going to change because then it's like, if you're Texas, like, why play Alabama then? Like, why do I schedule Alabama That's and that kind of That's, That's the thing. A, you I know. know. So I know. Exactly. That will yeah. hurt that. But when you get to 12 teams, I think that that could change. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, the way Alabama's playing, yes, I, you know, this, they're going to leave Texas very soon. I don't, you know, a little surprise didn't happen last night, but it will happen. Yeah, and then, yeah, the thing is, is yeah, I mean, that's going to be an interesting thing if they both if it comes down to those two teams for a playoff spot and Bama wins the S, wins the SEC, that's going to be really interesting. What happens yeah. there? Yeah, it, it will be. You know, and Texas is a huge brand too, obviously. But again, you you know, Alabama's probably a little bit more of the, maybe not by much, but you know, they'll. And let me tell you, I yes, think Alabama yeah. and Texas, if they win their conferences, should get in over this loser, this Ohio State-Michigan game. Because the Big Ten's not that good this year. No. No, it's not. And look at Iowa. They're 16th now. Like, that could that's, be a top that, 15 win for that Big that, Ten That champion. would be terrible. That is not a top 15 team. Their offense is pathetic. Their offense is no. absolutely – I know they're good defensively. But even in the games against good teams, Penn State beat them. Penn State beat them 31-0. Yeah. They even have 100 yards of offense, I don't think, in that game. Or they barely did. Yeah, and you, uh, saw Mich- you, saw Mich- you saw Michigan against them run the ball yeah. all over Penn State. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to lose probably 38-0 to, to uh, Michigan if they play them. Like, yeah, oh, that thing won't even yeah. be a contest. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it would be it would be a disgrace, but it wouldn't survive me because they usually value the Big Ten in high regards. That's Yeah, we're the Big, Big Ten, Ten is SEC. Not, Big Ten is not, is not the Pac-12 this year. The Pac-12 is definitely better than the Big Ten this year. The fact that Penn State's 8-2 shows you that the Big Ten is not that good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is. Like, after, yeah, yeah, after you get outside those three of Penn State, yeah, Ohio State, Michigan, it's not good. And Wisconsin's down. Iowa's not great. Like, Maryland is, eh, you know, like, yeah, like, Rutgers is probably your fifth best. Well, yeah, probably your fifth best team because they just lost Iowa. Like, you can make that case. Rutgers. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah, fifth that's best crazy. team in the Big that's Ten. Crazy. That's crazy. That's oh. nuts to say that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, sh- it should be interesting what happens with the rankings. I like the fact that Georgia's number one now. Yeah. They're where they're supposed to be and where they should have been for two weeks, but now they're where they're supposed to be. So, uh, yeah, it, pretty much I didn't mind everything, but the one that bothered me was Washington, Florida State. That That's the one that bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. And the, thing that is, and the thing is, ultimately, if they all, if they keep winning out, it's ultimately, if they keep winning out, it's not going to matter. But still, it bothers me that they, they they would think right now that if the playoffs started today, that Washington's not a playoff team, which is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I totally agree. 
you know, I, I heard the uh, comments by the uh, chairman or whatever. Or, uh, uh, Bo, Bo yeah, Bo he said, yeah, uh, he what? said uh, the rivalry between Florida State and Miami. Oh, know, my God, that's ridiculous. Game. That yeah. is ridiculous. Oh, the rivalry between, oh, oh what is this, 2001? The yeah. rivalry between Miami and Florida State. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They barely beat an average team. I'm sorry about the rivalry. They barely yeah. beat an average team. When when uh, when when uh, Washington went out, I know they didn't have their starting. They don't have Cam Rising, but they beat the two-time defending Pac-12 champs and shut them out in the second half. Oh, mm -hmm. but Bo care Bo, Bo Karen cares about the rivalry between Florida State yeah. and and and. Uh, and, and Miami, please. This committee, even though I didn't mind the rankings last night, this is just—it's still—it's still inconsistent. Still inconsistent with the committee. That's what I'm saying. The Pac-12 bias is uh, again could be very sad yeah. that yeah. they could get locked, shut out of this thing yet again. Exactly. So exactly, exactly. Yeah, disappointing, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, that was, that was that was a funny one. Yeah, because Miami's quarterback had eight completions, and they Florida State had to hold on. So yeah, that's a yeah, not great. No, 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 not at all, not at all, not at all. Should be interesting to see how things go with the CFP rankings in the next couple of weeks. But we got to move on to Jim Harbaugh. And last Friday, the Big Ten suspended him for three games. Obviously, he wasn't on the sidelines against Penn State, but it didn't matter because Michigan won. But I, I, I do agree with the suspension because, yes, they, I think they were cheating. But let, let me tell you, but Tony Batiti should not have announced this at 4 o'clock on Friday while, while they're boarding the plane to Penn State. He had to wait that long? No, it was on the tarmac, I think, when they got to State College. He got the news. They already left. What? He was watching a game from a hotel in uh, State College. Yeah, but they, I think they made the decision while he was on. The, they were on the oh, plane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is absurd and ridiculous to, to, to do that, even though I think he should be suspended for what happened. Uh, and I think it was ridiculous the way Tony Petiti handled the situation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For for first-year commissioner, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's trying to please everybody right now. And it's, yeah, not not going well right now for him. So, yeah, that was not great that they waited the Friday afternoon for Michigan to, you know, yeah, it's for him to get the news and he's already, they that they've already landed. So, yeah. I, I don't like how Michigan's trying to play the victim card here and we're America's team. I know. They got to stop with that. You did cheat. Let's not say you did yeah. cheat. So yeah. stop, with, stop and, with the, oh, we're America's team. Please stop. Yeah. And Sherrod Moore with the crying at the, like, it, like uh, you know, you didn't know anybody. You thought like Jim Harbaugh was seriously sick or something. He's exactly. on his deathbed. I know. Like, I know. With, with everything going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you saw I, the, yeah, that interview. Yeah, you would think you would think that was going on. Yeah. You know, so like at the Michigan, they, they're kind of getting, you know, that's getting a little, you know, annoying. But yeah, you know, like I know they're totally they're still investigating all of it. But yeah, like with every, you know, that you know, the uh, it was like a, yeah, with all, yeah, with with the cheating stuff, it's uh, if all the evidence comes back and it's like, you know, this is all true, then yeah, like Harbaugh deserves to be suspended. And even if he didn't know, he still is in charge of the organization. So exactly, you got to have the you know the overall kind of awareness. So. Yeah, you know, I agree with it. And, uh, you know, we'll see if he can get that, uh, you know, temporary restraining order on Friday, see if he can come back and coach. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if he can. And then talking about that temporary restraining order, um, Michigan goes to College Park to face to face Maryland this week. And this this, this should not be a game. This, 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 this should not be a game. Uh, Michigan should be able to run the football with success. McCarthy should be able to make plays in the passing game. And I think they should force a couple turnovers from, from Tua's brother. 
And I got Michigan winning this one, cruising this one. I got them winning 35-13, going into the big match with Ohio State undefeated. But Justin can, to his brother, somehow pull off a major upset. No, I don't think so. I got uh, Michigan in this one as well, 34-14. Uh, I think, in you know, maybe Michigan or Maryland can kind of keep it close early. It's a sandwich spot. You just come up, Mitch. You could come out the big win against Penn State. They got it looking ahead to Ohio State next week. But the problem with that is I think Michigan is just, you know, they're playing the, uh, you know, you see, you know, uh, social media Friday, the bet, all the bet tweets, like about the suspension, all that, like, you know, they're, uh, they're going out there and just trying to prove everybody that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're the best of cheating or not. So I think McCarthy plays well. I think they're, they're able to run the ball uh, to lead tag Viola. He's always prone to make a turnover too. in this one. I could see that happening. Um, they were able to beat Nebraska in a low-scoring game last week, but uh, I, I think Michigan cruises in this one and they take down um, Maryland. Yeah, I, I, I agree there. I think that uh, – yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think Michigan, this is – they'll be too much for Maryland. They'll be too, they'll be too much for Maryland. I think they win this one by two or three scores. But we got the big game on Saturday night between Washington State and Oregon – Washington and uh, Oregon State, and I think this game is closing. This game is really, really competitive. But I think the difference in this game is going to be the run game from Oregon State with 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 Martinez. I think DJ plays well. I think the thing with Washington is there's been just so many tough games, and it's another reason why the committee not having them in the playoff is ridiculous. But uh, I think this is a really really close competitive game. But I think Oregon State keeps their hopes of winning the Pac-12 alive and of getting to that Pac-12 championship game alive. And I got Oregon State pulling the upset here. I got Oregon State pulling the upset over. Uh, I got Oregon State pulling the upset, beating uh, Washington 31-28. But, Justin, can Washington end Oregon State's chances to win the Pac-12? I got the Beavers as well here, 30-34. Uh, um, Oregon State's got uh, – they got a chance to ton a ton of havoc here in the final couple weeks. Uh, I mean, they, they could Washington win – week. They never know. They, they, could win, they, could win the, uh, they could win the Pac-12, but they probably won't get in the playoff because, you know, we know this conference is not like the, the committee doesn't like the Pac-12. Nope, no, they do not. You're right about that. They they they're not fans of the Pac-12, and and that's, why, and that's why uh, Oregon State is below Louisville. Yeah, even though oh, Louisville yeah. is one loss, I think Oregon State's a little bit better than Louisville. Or I think oh, clearly I, better than yeah. Louisville. Yeah, especially because the way Notre Dame's looked the last couple of weeks, that yeah, doesn't yeah. look as pleasing now. Um, no. but yeah, so Beavers caused a lot of havoc. They had a them and Washington State sued the rest of the conference. Um, for all the revenue the teams are supposed to get. They won that lawsuit. So Oregon State and Washington State are now – it looks sounds like you're going to get all the revenue um, from all the sports and TV money. So they're going to – so Washington State and Oregon State are going to get about $400 million. So uh, so they kind of – you know, the, the conference – well, the other teams that are all leaving are happy about that. So good for those two programs that they're going to get all this money here and hopefully help out their you – know, probably going to try to get some Mountain West teams. So I think the Pac-12 is going to try to stay somewhat alive here. Um but back on the field here, I think, yeah, as you mentioned, Damian Martinez have a great game on the ground. Washington's kind of struggled in that area. I, I worry about the Beavers secondary. It is not great. And, you know, I think they could have a problem slowing down Penix. Um, but I don't think Penix is 100% healthy. I don't think he has been the last couple of weeks. They've been running the ball a lot more lately. Dylan Johnson's been getting it going on the ground. But DJ uh, has been playing really, really well the last five games. He's got 12 touchdowns and zero interceptions. I think he makes a difference with his legs as well. And I got the Beavers at home. That's a tough, you know, that, you know, it's tough to go up to uh, Corvallis and beat, beat the Beavers. And I, I think in this one too, 
I think the Beavers want chaos, and uh, I think they're, you know, they got one one leg down in that uh, here in in that regard. We got an ACC matchup in Miami as Louisville takes on Miami. Uh, I think this is going to be a close competitive game, but I think Louisville wins this at the end and and keeps their hopes of winning the ACC alive. I think if they win this game, they clinch a spot in the ACC championship game against Florida State. So I think they clinch a spot in the ACC title game and they beat Miami. But Justin, can the Canes ruin Louisville's chances to get to the ACC title game? I don't think so. I got the Cardinals 24 to 20 in this one. Um, Tom Van Dyke's got to start at quarterback. Emory Williams got hurt last week. Why, did, why did he, why did Van Dyke get benched? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He was like an NFL prospect a year ago. Even a couple weeks ago before this, wow. he was kind of up on the draft board, but he threw a pick to end the game last week and you could see everybody's body language. Like, just like, you know, like, I, I don't think they're, you know, especially in the offense, especially, you know, offensive side of the ball. I think they've had, I think they've lost the trust in Van Dyke, which is not great. And Chris Ball, I don't think he's going to be able to kind of get that back for him. Um, I think Thrasher is going to have a big day. Louisville's leading receiver and he's got double the yards as their number two guy. Um, Miami too, at the attendance, there's a deal. If you buy one ticket, they're going to give you two free. Like that, like it's going to be oh quiet. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. It's, wow. It's a noon game too. It's a there. noon. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I guess, you know, beautiful weather. People will be at the beach. So going to be a quiet atmosphere, but I got the cards, uh, finding way 24, 20, get this one. Got an sec matchup in Knoxville as Georgia faces Tennessee. And I think maybe Tennessee keeps it close early, but I think Georgia who is the best team in the country pulls away in the second half. I think Beck, and uh, Milton and Edwards, they run the ball well. Brock Bowers is back, so I think he has, has, has a touchdown reception. I got Georgia here winning it 34-20 over the Bulbs. But, Justin, can Tennessee hand Georgia that first – hand Georgia their first loss? No. Nah, I got the uh, – I got Georgia as well here, 35-14. I, You know, Tennessee, the only real chance that they have in this one, if they can get after uh, Carson Beck and, and pressure him um, – other than that, I think Missouri ran all over Tennessee last week. I think George would be able to do the same thing. Brock Bowers was back. I was a little surprised he did play last week. Um, but George is starting to get healthy on the offensive side of the ball. You're seeing this team get better every week. Like, they're starting to kind of play at a really high level right now. And, again, Tennessee last year going into this game, I think I actually did pick Tennessee. And they got ran out of the building. Um, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, that Missouri. was – Horrible pick by me, and I think the same thing could happen this year. Tennessee's a little bit better up front, but I still don't think it's enough to battle Georgia. And I don't think Tennessee's defense. I agree. I know the numbers look better, but like you look outside of their you know conference play, it's not great. And I think Georgia does whatever they want, and uh, you know, nope. And uh, get ready for the in-state rival against Georgia Tech next week. We got Minnesota and Ohio State this week, and. Um... And I think this is a game Ohio State wins big. I think they, Henderson is a big day in the ground. I think, I think they have trouble, just like Michigan State, they have trouble covering Marvin Harris. I think it's another huge day. And I got Ohio State winning this one, going away 42 to 10. And we and I think we're and we will have that. I'm pretty certain we're going to have that humongous matchup again with Ohio State and Michigan going at it uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And since it's been a tradition since Harbaugh's been there, it seems like that game means so much every year, and it will mean a ton this year. Shears, and I assume you got the same with Ohio State crushing Minnesota. 
Yeah, I guess this is a little bit closer. I got 31-14. I think Gophers' defense is pretty good. They can't score the football. Like, I don't yeah, think that's they're... the problem with all these teams in like the in the in the Big Ten West. They can't score. Iowa yeah. can't score. Wisconsin can't score. Uh, Minnesota can't yeah. score. Surprised Illinois outside of that game last week has trouble scoring. They can't mm-hmm. score in this conference in this division nope. for some reason. Nope. Purdue. Yeah, can't I score. think. No, nobody can. I, I, it's um. If all seven of those Big Ten West teams had Brian Ferris's contract, like they had to put twenty five points a game up, like they'd all, you know, they would not. None of those teams would match it. Like they would all, yeah. you know, Ferris would get, you know, all the teams have to fire those C at that. So, yeah, that conference is, uh, you know, defensive specialty um, in that on that side there. Uh, but yeah, in this one, I think Minnesota's defense keeps them in it. But Marvin Harrison's going off the last couple of weeks. I think Minnesota able to slow him down a little bit. But um, I just think Minnesota's offense not going to be able to do much at all in this one. And I think Ohio State cruises. I could see it being like a one-score game and a half. And I could see Ohio State pulling away there in the second half. They finally, well, for the first time, get the Power 5 team last week. They put together a full 60-minute performance. But to get to Michigan State team, that pretty much is already quit. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, this should be an Ohio State winning this game big. And should be another blowout in this game as Oregon has to Arizona State. They play the worst team in the uh, – in the Pac-12, I think Oregon wins this game big. I got them winning at 52-17. I think Irving and Knicks have huge days. Frank, they all have huge days. And I think Oregon goes into that huge showdown with Oregon State. We'll see if it matters to Oregon State, the Civil War. Oh, it's the Civil War. But I think they go into that game with a good chance to get into the Pac-12 title game. And I agree that you have Oregon beating Arizona State big. Yeah, I got 31-10. Arizona State is so banged up. And Kenny Dillingham is – um. You know, they do first year Arizona State head coach. He was the OC last year at Oregon. So I could see Dan Lanning kind of taking it easy on him and not wanting to flat out embarrass him because the Sun Devils have been battling so many injuries this year. Oregon State was very sloppy Saturday night. A lot of penalties. Um, They hit a couple of big plays against the Trojans, but, you know, they only scored, what, 36 points against that defense. Like, it wasn't great. So, you know, especially they play the, the Beavers on Friday night, the Ducks do. I could see them too kind of, you know, calling off the dogs early and just not trying to embarrass Kenny Dillingham. I think he's going to do a good job at Arizona State. They've just they've dealt with so many injuries this year. It's kind of it's tough. They've played hard most of the time this year. Um, but the Ducks should roll. Uh, Bucky Irving should you know kind of run all over this team. But uh, yeah, I got the uh, I got the Ducks cruising to to a victory. Uh, fi- a final game we'll talk about. We got Texas and Iowa State. And I think, again, Texas struggles like they did last week against TCU. They struggle, but I think they come away with the win. I got Texas. I think I think Ewers makes enough plays to, and Worthy make enough plays to win this game. I got Texas winning this one 27-17. But, Justin, can the Cyclones ruin Texas's chance to make the college football playoff? I want to take them, but I don't trust them enough right now. I got the Longhorns surviving yet again 27-23. Uh, so, I mentioned we were kind of talking about Texas and the college football ranking. Jonathan Brooks is done for the year. With the torn ACL, that's a big loss. That's a yeah. big loss, and that's why. That's why I hate to say it. If it's between them and Alabama, I think you got to take Bama, even though Texas beat them. And we, and yeah, we I, yeah, I think, and that's probably what's going to happen there. Um, I would not be shocked. I'm kind of already kind of putting myself in that. Yeah, mine. You're going to see Alabama jump Texas there. Um, with that last spot, they're able to win the SEC. But the thing for Texas, yeah, Texas, they've been so bad in the red zone, they can't finish drives. I, you know, um. And you know, you Quinn Quinniers did come back, but he's very inconsistent. He's been very consistent this year. It sounds like he's going to come back next year. He's not going to go to the draft. Um, yeah, but, that, but he's going to lose his job next. Arch Manning should play next year. 
He's probably going to lose his job. He's going to be fighting for his job. He comes back. I don't think that's his he job probably, completely. Probably wouldn't be. Sark might, yeah. Because I, you know, I heard, I know Archie May has kind of been progressing better. I know in the spring he kind of struggled there for a bit. But if everybody says how talented Archie is supposed to be, then, yeah, I would think Ewers could be up for, uh, that's going to be a job that he's going to have to battle for next year. So it would be interesting. Um, see what happens there if one of them transfer out and go somewhere else. Um, but for Iowa State in this one, the one time they've really faced a good passing offense, Oklahoma torched them. Iowa State, though, it's in Ames. It's a Saturday night. Always strange things happen there. And, and Iowa State's won four of the last five at home against the Longhorns. They've had their number. You know, Matt Campbell's done very well. Um, but Iowa State's offense, again, Matt Campbell's done an awesome job. This team's gotten a lot better throughout the year. But I think Texas just has a little bit too much talent for the Cyclones. I don't trust their defense enough. And I think Texas offense just has a little bit more firepower than, than Iowa State in this one. Yeah, it should be an interesting game between those two teams on Saturday night. But we had the Champions Classic last night. Four, four really good teams went at it. But before we talk about that, we are going to hear from our friends at JPEG Financial and Shamrock Home Inspections. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. There's no bigger investment than home ownership. And to make sure the house is up to your standards, you need a professional to look it over. Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections is a licensed home inspector and a member of the Connecticut Association of Home Inspectors. Brian was a contractor for over 15 years, so he knows how homes should be constructed and how mechanicals should work. What makes me a good home inspector was the 20 years that I was a home improvement person all the different repairs that I have done and what other people have done wrong that I had to go out and fix. So I have a pretty quick eye on seeing what's right and what's wrong. Before you move, call Shamrock Home Inspections. Before you make the biggest investment of your life, call Brian Flanagan from Shamrock Home Inspections at 860-268-2566 or visit shamrockhomeinspectionct.com. Right, so uh, we had the Champions Classic last night in college basketball as a Duke beat Michigan State uh, 74 to, to uh, 65. I mean, good win for John Shire's team. I mean, it was, it was a top you know, top 25 win uh, against, you know, a, a Michigan State team that lost to uh, – that lost, did lose to James Madison. And uh, – but uh, still, still, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a, you know, a good win for, for Shire's team. I mean, a close game pretty much until the end when uh, 
when the freshman uh, Caleb Foster is that big three. And the big question when you're, when you're thinking of both these two teams, we'll start with Duke. Uh, we're thinking of either of these two teams. Which one of these two has a better chance to get to the final? I know it's pretty obvious who, who you think it's going to be, but which 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 uh, which one of these two teams has a better chance to make a run to the Final Four, Duke or Michigan State? I got Duke. You know, I think they got the most talent in the country. My worry is I did like how they responded after the Arizona lot because Arizona out-toughed them, out-rebounded them. Like, they were just a tougher team Friday night, and I thought Duke responded pretty well. Not sold on Shire. I know a lot of people already hand him in his flowers. Like, oh my, you know, he's the next really, you, thing. But... You're not, you're not a Shire guy so far, or you're not sold not on yet. I'm like, he got, you know, like, oh, you know, he's he's recruiting very, very well. But everybody's, oh my god, guy's amazing. It's like, can we let him win something first, people? Like, can we? Yeah. He play, you know, they play in a mid-major conference. Let's let's be honest. ACC, oh, you're not an ACC. Yeah. Ooh, you just took a shot at the ACC. Yeah. Oh, it stinks. It stinks. You got Duke, Virginia. I'm not buying North Carolina. So, so, so you're expecting us to win at Madison Square Garden on December 5th? Oh yeah, I. I mean, North Carolina can't play defense still. Oh, yeah. They can't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not high in North Carolina. Yeah, and that coaching um, mismatch in that game is oh, it's oh, like yeah. night and day. The coaching in that game on one side, the other is night and day. Herbert Hubert Davis is pathetic because that coach. Yeah, he's bad. That you know, Bill gets canned from Chicago. That be North Carolina's first call. Well, it should be. We'll see if he wants to get back in the college game, but yeah, that'd yeah. be a good hire for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but back to Duke. I haven't like Proctor. I haven't seen kind of you know. I thought Proctor played better last night than he Friday night. Filipowski made one Player of the Year. They don't have that rim protector still down low. Like you know, they're missing that piece. Like I think they have the most talent, but I think sometimes when you have this much talent, it just all doesn't come together. Like some of the sets that are running, I felt last night they were a little bit better offensively. Friday night, like some of the sets that are running were just not great. And, you know, they're they're really struggling after Arizona made some adjustments. They struggled. So I'd say Duke is. They shouldn't say I never got the hype from. Like outside of Tyson Walker, I don't love that roster. I know everybody loves Izzo, but you know, it, I'm not. It, it, Izzo's got to start getting with the times and start getting into this, you know, transfer portal one and done. I feel like Izzo's kind of behind the times right now. Yeah, that's he. He's got some really good freshmen. But, like, he doesn't like to play them early. He likes to, like, let them kind of – I understand let them grow. But, like, Jeremy Fears, like, I thought could be, like, their point guard. But he got seven minutes last night. Like, Manny Siako, he's awful. He's not a good big. And I don't know why Izzo loves playing him. Like, Xavier Booker might still be a year away. But, like, give him some run here. So, Michigan State, I think, is going to be fine. James Madison is going to be a third. If they win the Sun Belt, they're the favorite. They're going to be a 13 seed. So, like, James Madison's going to be one of those tough outs. I think they make it in March. But Michigan State, I think, is a good team. But I need AJ Hargard needs to step up. I like, I like, I think Duke is uh, the better team. They make a run. All right. Moving on to the other game. Kansas beat Kentucky last night, uh, led by. Their transfer Hunter Dickinson with 27 points. He had 27 21 last night. That kid, he might be the best player in the country. Well, you know, Kentucky gave him a game. Uh, it was eight, they, they lost 89 84. The big question, though, for Kansas is, is should they be the favorite to win it all? No. Ooh, ooh who do you got? I, who do you got? This is going to surprise you. Yes. Right now, at the moment, Tennessee. No, no, I, I, that's a tough The only connect. You're trusting Rick Barnes? I may regret this in March, but he got a guard. Northern Colorado kid, uh, 
uh, Dalton Connect from Newark. I've seen him play Newark, Colorado. He's an NBA guard. He's going to really? be at the net. Wow. He's a bucket wow. getter. Wow. Wow. I wow. I might regret this in March, wow. but right wow. now, him and Ar- them in Arkansas are my two favorites right now. Really? Arkansas lost Anthony Black, though. Yeah, but I think that's a. I think that's a good law. It sounds like him okay. and Musselman didn't get along very well. Okay, and, and, and Musselman's done a pretty good job there. They always get the second weekend. You can always bank yeah, on that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been close. So those are my two right now. Um, but Kansas, like this team or his two thousand, his team that won a couple years is two thousand one. I think that team would be like a three, four point favorite against this team. I don't love this team. They don't have shooters. Juwan Harris again. He might be the best facilitator in the country. He went four for four from three last night, but he's not a great shooter. I don't. I think they're one injury away from like being in some trouble. Like, really? I, they don't have depth. Like, they had this Morris kid, Texas transfer, but he got kicked off the team. Um, very disturbing story. That was terrific. I don't know why Self took him in after what happened to Texas. Um, and Nick Timberlake, his big transfer from Towson. Again, I wanted you kind of get him. He didn't. He looked like the moment was way too bright for him. He's supposed to. Be, they don't have shooting. Like I know Dickinson's been a little bit better this year shooting from three. He's been a he was a monster last night, but Kentucky was missing their three seven footers, so they didn't really have anybody to guard him. I think I think Bill Selfs had better teams. I don't think this is oh, really? a little surprise the team was number one. And I think it's probably because of Dickinson. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. You need guards. I gotcha. love Harris, but he's just not a scorer. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, the thing is, if you double if you double Dickinson, kick it out, and guys can't hit threes. What's, what's the difference? That's what happened with Purdue last year in the tournament. They, they couldn't yep. hit shots, and they, and they got knocked out in the, probably in the 16th by uh, FDU. So, yeah, so if you can't hit shots in, in basketball day, even college, you're, you're in trouble. Yep. But, look at, but looking at Kentucky, can, is, can Calipari finally get back? He has been to a Final Four since that 2015 team. Can he finally get back to a Final Four with this team from what you saw, what, what you saw last night? Can he finally get back to a Final Four? Yeah, I was actually very impressed with Kentucky really? last night. Really? Wow. Which is, yeah. I I had a lot of question marks about this team this year. Um, going in, he's got some really talented freshmen. DJ Wagner was kind of their number one guy. He really showed last night. But I really liked Robert Dilling coming off the bench last night. Reed Shepard hits knocked down some jumpers. They're going to, you know, they're you know as I mentioned, kind of they're missing, set, you know, their three big seven-footers. Um, one of them, I guess, is supposed to, he's a freshman from Croatia. He's supposed to be getting his eligibility. You know, he's waiting. They're waiting for the eligibility from the NCA. I think it sounds like that's coming soon. But what Cal Perry has done, and this is something I've really harped on the last couple of years, is he's finally playing five out. You know, he was doing it over the summer in Global Jam when I was watching them play. I didn't know if it would translate, but it has. And their half court offense still is a work in progress, but. I was very impressed with the way they played last night. I, again, I don't know if I could trust them to make it all the way to the lead eight, but I think they have the shooting to be able to do that this year. If the freshmen could come together, if Tony Reese had a really nice year, you know, I think losing Asher Sweet, uh, Sheboy was probably a good thing because I think he clogged some things up. So, you know, I, I was very impressed with Kentucky last night. I think it's, he's got a chance to make a run because, uh, as you know very well, there's a lot of pressure on him right now, and that that the uh, the Kentucky faithful right now are not big believers in him. So the huge year for him. Yeah, it definitely is. It, it it absolutely is. But that's gonna wrap it up this week on Sports Talk with R and J for Justin Anafrio. I'm Steve Risser. We will be back next week talking about Week 12 of the NFL season and rivalry week 
in college football. Have a great weekend, everyone. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the poles, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not, they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.